Hi, hello everybody, and welcome into another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Well, we're going to do that again. I'm going to do that no, again. No, no, no. Come on. Hi there. What were you going to jump in and say? I'm just going to try to cut you off. Yeah, you were. You say the same thing every single morning. I know. Or every single episode. I know. Is it's, that? It, no, it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I could tell your mind, you were thinking, what can I do to mess him up? Well, Matt? it's just because, you know, I was, wanted to say something maybe different. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Good morning. I'm doing really Are you doing good? I'm so good. This good. morning slept great. And it's good. nice because it's early in the morning. And it is. Beautiful day. Yep. We are still at the beach mm-hmm. and uh, for a little bit, uh, just kind of hammer out as many episodes as we can. And we're looking out over the water. It's beautiful. Man. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It's going to be a great day. It is going to be a great day. All right, Lord, just bless our time and may your word uh, move upon our hearts, change things and bring forth things in our marriages, Lord, that you want to bring forth. So we just commit uh, this episode to you. Be glorified in it in Jesus name. Amen. I was going to say that it's, I'm really happy this morning because I got to see a a good friend that I haven't seen in two years. They live in Florida and they happen to be over here at the same at time. The same time we're here. Yeah. And I I just was and we got to go to dinner with it. It was last great night. catching up. It yeah. was. It was just And they're such a wonderful neat rock yeah, solid yeah. couple. Been through a lot, yeah. but uh, it's just amazing. Just, it, so I'm so happy today. Yeah. I'm really happy. Well we are in uh part uh, five? No, part six oh, wow. of We're uh, moving a on. ten part series. I thought this was a five part series. I know you did and in then, the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But there's just so much here. There These is. are this is that chunk of scripture uh, above Ephesians five verse twenty-two there, where everybody's pretty familiar with uh um wives submit your husbands as unto the Lord, husbands love your wives as Christ loves the church. Uh, probably the most pointed direct teaching on marriage, maybe in the whole Bible, but uh, this is right above it. And so few people know what's there in the verses preceding those powerful verses. So we call them Kickstarters. There's stuff that there's 10 little points here that if we just got them down, like today is so practical. Uh, this we I think we're going to title this episode, Get Your Mouth Moving in the Right Direction, because it has to do with our speech, how we speak to one another. Uh, what a what a topic this is. Uh, if if couples just got this down, oh my, if, if we just got this down. If people could just get this down in life in general, and of course, it starts at home. Totally. Just the way we speak to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Ephesians five, verse 19 is where we're at. We'll call this 19 a, it's the first part of the verse. It says simply this speaking to one another in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. It's going to go on to talk about making a melody in your heart to the Lord, talking about our personal worship lives Mm -hmm. together. Right. But, uh, but this is talking about how we speak to one another. There's a lot of different, as I was reading, uh, hon, there's just, a ton of different ideas about what he's talking about. Are we to take this literal? Are we to mm. run around singing to one another? I don't think so. I don't think you want, <laughs> want me Some at people six more in the morning others. singing songs to you. <laughs> but, but it may be a sweet song. Yeah. Is it? Some think it's talking about the assembling together of the saints, and each person comes and brings a song or a hymn. It talks mm-hmm. about that in First Corinthians, I believe. But um, it, it, for us today, talk, it, particularly in regard to marriage, 
clearly what he's talking about is speaking to one another, to people, and for our sake, to our husbands and wives in a way that edifies their life and builds it up, not tears it down. Mm-hmm. At the very least, he's addressing how we communicate with one another and how we talk to each other, words we use, we speak to each other, uh, our body language, how we communicate uh, with each other. That's the bottom line. It's an exhortation to use our mouths to give life mm-hmm. and not wound and mm-hmm. hurt and kill each other. I know, I, go I, ahead, I know some people say, well, I need to be honest with what I'm feeling. It's true. Sometimes you do have to be honest with your feelings. Sure. Well, a lot of times you have to be, yeah. but you don't have to tear each other down with, no. with the honesty. Well, even the scripture calls us to speak the truth, mm-hmm. be truthful mm-hmm. in love. Right. So, so look, just because you're speaking something true and revealing your heart, maybe you are wounded and you're hurt, but, but you, even that, we are mandated to, to do that even in love. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to do that. It takes an enormous amount of... Uh, uh, self-control, That's which I was by say. the way, is a guess, guess what? It's, it's a fruit of the, of the spirit. Mm-hmm. It comes from the work of the spirit yep. in our life. Yes, exactly. Uh, it, in fact, we laugh about it. <clears throat> uh, when God was handing out self-control, I was off somewhere else. It. I missed that line because, <laughs> uh, I came into our marriage having none. And I grew up and saw the lack of self-control s- in since, my life in Kenny's life yeah. since we met when we were 11. Oh, it's the it's one of the greatest and I saw in the sports field and in every a yeah. lot of areas of your life. I'm not saying bad things about you right now. No, I but get it. You just didn't have a lot no. of self-control. No. So And and it was even today as we're just talking about this uh it's one of the things I'm probably most grateful to the Lord mm-hmm. for and is I am too. that work of God that uh, brought self-control to my life. And you know, it's funny that we can talk about how people were raised and how parents that maybe didn't give you a lot of um, discipline in your life, which you didn't get well, a lot of discipline. didn't have a model. A lot of homes don't have... We can talk about all that back stuff, but when the... Rubber meets the road is when you actually say all those things aside. I've got to get self control in my this. life. It's not it. anybody's fault. And we did. We came to yeah. that very early yeah, in our marriage, we and we began. I admitted I I'm just a mess here, mm-hmm. and anger dominated my life. Mm-hmm. And um, it would I would you know go off on Charlene, and I was a cabinet slammer and door. Yeah. I'd put my fist through more than one door and. I was just that kid. I, when we first got married and he would get angry, I would look at him when he was throwing this little tantrum. temper tantrum. And I'm thinking, how old are you? And because it, it, like, we just didn't do that in my family. Well, right. we did maybe when we were young, but yeah. we would be disciplined for that. And I kept looking at him going, how old is he? He wasn't that old. He was only 19. But still, I'm going, who does this? I know. At 19 years old. Yeah. But- then yet we know people now that still do it. Yeah. And, and they're, they're 59 <laughs> years old. Thank you, yeah. Lord Jesus, that he yeah. gives us the ability that he changes us. Amen. And I'm so thankful for I that. I think we would agree. I think, babe, wouldn't you, that probably the greatest wounds that we've ever experienced from each other. And, and there's, you know, there's been more than a few in, you know, 46 years of marriage. 
uh, have been with our tongue, with, with our mouth, things Definitely. spoken or not spoken or spoken harshly, not in love right. and uh, uh, wounded and hurt feelings. And I think, so, so it's almost hard to talk about this because we would never want to make it sound like we've done it all right. Right. And, no. and never been down these roads where we've had to call out our own heart and right. repent and right. apologize to one another over and again about how we've spoken to one another. So gang, we, we get it. This is, mm-hmm. this is really today, this episode is just a big reminder mm-hmm. of what a big arena this is. And uh, again, we, we took a deep dive into this in the 13th episode. I was looking it up. I want to encourage you, if if some of this that we're going to talk about rings a bell with you, and you realize, I am out of my mouth, I just am harsh, I wound, I don't mean to, but I got it, then, then we're going to encourage you to go to that 13th episode. It's mm-hmm. called, Who, A Wounded Spirit No Man Can Bear. That comes from the 18th proverb. And we kind of do a deep dive into the 18th proverb there, which has a lot to say about communication Mm -hmm. and and how important it is and how you speak to one another. So maybe go there and take a listen to that together. Some of this right now is going to kind of scratch the surface of that stuff. But uh, we love the 18th proverb. Shari and I talk about it all the time. It's one of our favorite because it talks so much about communication. That's where you get that kind of really earth-shaking passage or revelation from the 21st verse there that says simply that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So there's a promise there attached to the warning that, look, watch out how you use language and how you speak, because it's going to come back to you. If, if you love the fruit that it can bear, then you're, you're going to rejoice in that. It's going to come back to you. But, but it reveals that there's such power in our speech and the way we communicate with one another. Yes, there really is. Oh, man. We've experienced it over, you can give such life. I mean, I tell people all the time, give me, you know, 20 seconds in the door at the end of the day. And I can have Charlene either puddled up Mm -hmm. in tears in 20 seconds without Mm -hmm. ever touching her Mm -hmm. or feeling like the queen of the world with just my words. It's true. That's the reality of how Mm -hmm. powerful, same with our children. Mm -hmm. I can have them puddled up in tears in a few seconds without ever touching them at all. It's same with anyone that we it, speak to. It's exact. There's such power in mm-hmm. our tongue. The same proverb, by the way, another point of revelation, it tells us even why that's true or how that happens. It makes a point, and this is a point we together really want to mm-hmm. make in this episode, is that the, the reason it brings such life or death is because words go to the soul. They're not just processed in the human mind or ears, they're processed in what the Bible calls the belly of a man. Um, it says that that words in verse 8 of that 18th proverb, it says that words go down. When I speak in someone's ear, they go down into the inmost body of a man or the belly of a man in one translation. That's the, the way that the Hebrews understood the, the seating place of human emotions, how I feel it, it, um, is the, comes from the belly. Mm-hmm. So words go down way deep. Another Proverbs, the 16th Proverbs says this, pleasant words are like a honeycomb. I love this. I do too. They're like a honeycomb. Sweetness, what, to the ears? No. No, to the soul. Words, pleasant words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. Wouldn't Isn't that I, amazing? I know some people 
that every time I speak to them, I go away with just a smile on my face. Their words, the way that they communicate is just so... Edifying. It builds... It it builds me up. absolutely. And it's not like they're telling me I'm an awesome person or anything. It's just the way they speak and the kindness in their heart. It just comes out. They don't gossip. They're not negative. They just, they build you up. They build you up. And you know when you're with a person like that. And you know when you're being that person because people are built up after they're with you. And how I know that words go down into the inmost body and belly of the man, Mm. they affect your soul, not just your ears, is I remember words that have been said to me that either were unkind or they were cutting or they were even joking but cutting. Mm -hmm. And I remember a couple of times in high school that you said a few things to me. We're talking 50-something years ago, and I still remember in a joke, Kenny had said a few things to me. And it was for t- it was like a it's the way five year olds flirt in the it's sandbox true. they punch each other yes. you know so I said some things it, it, it was my way of flirting but man she is like I have never forgotten them even though they weren't bad necessarily it's just I remembered them yeah, absolutely and I I remember that with people the things they say we do and you don't want to remember. I remember reading somewhere that it takes, I don't remember how many, I don't want to misquote a it. Million? But, you know, <laughs> a million when, compliments? To, uh, to overcome <laughs> yes, one harsh word, yes. it takes hundreds of positive words to overcome that. Likewise, it just takes one harsh word mm-hmm. to undo right. hundreds of compliments. It's true. Isn't that, isn't it's that very true. And people laugh about that and they somehow dismiss it. Yeah. But it's true. It is true. And especially from words from someone you love yep. deeply yep. Is, is more, it penetrates even further. And again, the, we're, this isn't just our take. The Bible right, says that right. words go to the soul of a man. There are sweetness to the soul. Proverbs 15 says it another way. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Mm -hmm. And it does. It's now we're talking about what it does spiritually to us. So Mm -hmm. look, here's the point, husbands, wives, words that you speak to one another, they are not just processed in your spouse's mind Mm -hmm. or ears. They can't just go, oh, hubby had a bad day today at work. That's why he just blew off on me. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's so harsh with me. Uh, Oh, wifey just had a bad day today. The kids weren't good. And that's why she's, you know, being so crabby with me or whatever. Uh, so they, they can't do that. These words affect the deepest place, the soul, the spirit of, of a husband, a wife and your children. If, right. if we extend this there, mm-hmm. boy, now we're talking a whole nother, uh, arena of responsibility to use our mouths to bless, not curse, mm-hmm. and to build up and not tear down. I want to bring up one thing in James one twenty. The Lord keeps reminding me of this verse, and it says, the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm. And so I, I learned that verse a long time ago, and I, I think about that when you're in maybe conflict or you're tempted to say things that mm-hmm. are harsh. 
out of your own anger and it will not produce anything that you're trying to do. Right. And as no. as you are criticizing or talking or whatever you're trying to communicate out of your anger, yeah. it will not produce it. If it's coming out of your flesh, mm-hmm. your your feelings are hurt or whatever, or you're upset or angry, if it's if you speak out of that fleshy condition of your heart, it will never produce anything of the Lord. No. Any unity. No. Any joy, any love, or any, any hope, change. any peace. Any yeah, change. or any transformation, sure. Right. So clearly, this has to relate literally to every married couple. Well, yes, because uh, we use a lot of words. A lot of words every day, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they come from our flesh, and, and they hurt, and they wound. I don't think we're unique in that probably when we're honest, the most uh, hurtful things we've ever or injurious things we've ever inflicted on one another, mm-hmm. they come from words, mm-hmm. right? And I did want to mention about using foul language. Oh, okay. We Let's have, go there. We haven't talked about that in our last no, episode we that we did in episode 13. No. But this comes up a lot in the couples that we talk to yeah. about the foul language that people use, yeah. one or both, but it's usually one person uses extremely foul language when they are communicating. Well, it's not uncommon for both to true, but swear at one another and right. curse at one another. You know, I'm glad you brought this up mm-hmm. because it, this just, I mean, I mean, my something's rising up in me right now as we're talking about it. I just want to say, hey, here, here's the re- stop it. Right. How about, how about you just stop it? Well, I know that they can control it because they don't use foul language all the time. Yeah, not with their boss. No. Right? And <laughs> not if they're doing an interview, let's say. Right. They they have control Absolutely. over their mouth. But when they get into those sure situations, yeah. it out, out it comes yeah. and it's it's ungodly. It kind of gets use, us yes, it kind of gets us language. around the corner into what to do and we're mm-hmm. going to run out of time here so okay. let's get here. We're uh, we're going to list three things. What do you so if this is ringing a bell, mm-hmm. if if and it probably if should, you speak, yeah, if you <laughs> <at> talk. <laughs> so if this is ringing a little bit of a bell, and you're going, you know what, I've done this, man. I, I I'm embarrassed to say, but I've I've hurt my wife or my husband. I use harsh words. I I've even I swear when I'm angry. Then l- let's get down to it. What do you do? Number one, we're gonna list three things here. Mm-hmm. Number one, recognize. So I'm going to use three R words here. The first one is recognize. Recognize what? That this is not about your mouth. Mm -hmm. It's about your heart. It's true. Dear one. It's Mm -hmm. the, the, Jesus made it really clear. He said both in Luke six and Matthew chapter 12, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And you know, when I meet people and they say things that are harsh, either to me or to someone else. I, it's like, you're looking at, I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at their heart. I think of that in my head. I'm looking at their heart. I just saw something that I didn't know was in their heart and it gives you a knowledge that you didn't have before and, and a way to pray for people too. Sure. That, you know, that's in their heart and it's kind of scary. It's so important to recognize it about ourselves. Definitely. Look, bottom line, if I am willing to Gosh, swear at Charlene? Who I mean, we yeah. don't do that. We never have. Mm, but no. but I we know it's common because we deal with it every day in counseling mm-hmm. and the marriages that we see. But 
if you're willing to do that or even not using swear words, but yell, Mm -hmm. scream, tear each other down, I'm telling you, please hear me. It's time to recognize Mm -hmm. that's not about your mouth. Mm -hmm. That's about your heart. Right. You've got a heart condition. Mm -hmm. It's unloving. It's it's, uh, unglorifying to God and needs to be dealt with. Uh, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is speaking. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that's in there. Mm-hmm. You're, you, it's revealing that you can be um, hateful, hurtful. Uh, again, you might as well be punching them in the soul, mm-hmm. punching them in the spirit. This is where this goes. So our first what to do here is, is to sit back and recognize that this is an issue of the heart that has to be dealt with. Number two, repent. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge it. Honey, I'm terrible at this. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I do this. I'm so sorry. Some of you need to have that conversation Mm -hmm. quickly and acknowledge, I know I do this. I know I've done it and I want to apologize for it. To repent from something means to turn from the direction that you're currently going in and there's a there's a frightening passage to me in Matthew 12. It says this, I tell you, Jesus speaking says, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For oh. by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. Wow. I don't think I've ever read that. That's remarkable sure. to me. This is how important wow. how we speak is mm. to the Lord. There, we're, I'm going to have to, I'm going to say it right here on the air, man. In this, I, I'm going to give account for every word I've spoken to you, hon. And I know at times it's not been good. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to do business with that. This is why it's important to not only recognize, but repent. Take responsibility. I almost put responsibility, mm-hmm. take responsibility in mm-hmm. here that, and, and acknowledge I do this and I don't want to do this anymore. I've got to break these habits. Mm-hmm. And I want the Lord to begin to work that in me. So number one, recognize this mm-hmm. is, can be, is way more about our heart than about our mouth. Of course. Number two, for many, it's, it's time to repent. Re- recognize it, take responsibility over it, and turn from it and repent. Because it is important to the Lord. It's important to your marriage. And then number three, maybe most important, recommit. Get back to using your mouth to bless, to build up, to edify. Recommit to the Word of God. Listen to if this is, as a young believer, um, my best friend and I, we got saved together and started walking with Jesus together. We we did a thing called the Navigator's Topical Memory System. Mm -hmm. I think it's still around. Uh And these little cards, Uh and you would memorize verses and get the Word of God in your heart, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, one of the first ones we memorized was from Ephesians 4, verse 29 and 30. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits that occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Wow. It's, it just says, look, use your mouth to build up, not tear down ever. So when we talk about recommitting, it's committing yourself to that biblical way of life. This is what the Word of God calls every believer to. Well, in last week's episode, we talked about grieving the Holy Spirit at the very end. That's where that comes from. this, This is a way that we grieve the Holy Spirit. With our mouth. And this doesn't happen overnight. If you have 
a real issue with no self-control in the way that you speak, especially to your spouse. This is a com- this is something that we need to commit to prayer. You need to commit yeah. to prayer together. Yeah. Yeah. Humble yourself and say, I'm horrible at it, like they don't know it already. Right. <laughs> and pray, pray for me. Yeah. Pray together. Pray about it. And that's the only way that things will change. We, we is, heard, yeah. is, is the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we forget at times that we don't have to continue in this kind of behavior yeah. just because it's common to us. We can get out and change. Oh, no. It's time to quit uh, entitling yourself to speak that way. It's time to quit uh, justifying right. when you do. Oh, well, if you wouldn't have done what you did, then I wouldn't have gone off like or, that. Or no, this is what I hear a lot of people. <laughs> well, they just know how I am. Yeah. That's just what this I do. This is just how I am. Oh, well, it's it's not lovely. Yeah. So And yeah. it's hurting your marriage. Yeah. And when, then you wonder why your spouse yeah. really doesn't like you. When you recognize it's a heart issue and you repent mm-hmm. and you take responsibility. That's what we're talking about. Thirdly, again, you recommit. I'm so glad you brought up prayer, babe. And this way we'll end our episode mm-hmm. today. We encourage couples all the time when they begin to build a prayer life together, which we will do a whole episode on probably pretty quickly. We encourage them to pray the word of God. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what right. to pray, just pray what's in the word, right? Listen to Psalm 19, yeah. verse 14. It's a prayer of King David, mm-hmm. who is called in the Bible, the man after God's heart. He prays this, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And if we just prayed that every day. Every day. Let the words of my mouth. 15 times a day. And my heart, the Mm -hmm. condition of my heart, be Mm -hmm. acceptable in your sight today, Lord. Mm -hmm. It would be amazing how your communicating life together as husband and wife would transform. I love that. Isn't that great? Yes, I love that. Right? I, I'm encouraged today. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of mm. my heart I love the, be I acceptable love the whole, in your sight. The oh, scriptures Lord. are Isn't good. Yeah. So yeah. those, those, if this rings a bell, and I believe it does for many of it, does for me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, recognize it's a heart issue. It's in me. It's in all of us. Mm-hmm. Number that we just don't use this great gift of language and words that can bring death or life. Mm-hmm. We don't use it well. We don't steward it. No, we don't. As it, kingdom people, we just are, we play fast and loose with our words. I like how you said it's it's a gift. It, it is can a gift. be a gift. Oh. And God gave us language for a gift, not, yeah. not to tear down. Yeah. So recognize, let's repent with tender hearts and let's recommit mm-hmm. to a biblical way mm-hmm. of, of speaking to one another. Uh, and, and again, be prayerful about mm-hmm. these things. That's the way this stuff gets worked in our lives, is calling on the Lord together. So we encourage you even today, right now, if you've listened to this episode this day, go home today and speak words of life to your husband or your wife. Just go tell them how much you love them, how much you appreciate them, and why. And if you've used speech to wound, even recently maybe, then take responsibility for mm-hmm. that. Talk about it. Ask, Ask for forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah. And and acknowledge your 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 sin in it. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge your failure in it. The more you do that, it's the way that the Lord roots this stuff out of our life and gets our mouth moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. All right, great episode today, babe. It is bless. It's a blessing. Yeah, to be reminded of these things. You're a blessing. <laughs> Charlene's Charlene never has a bad word to me. I'm the one that loses it and says dumb stuff. You know. 
<laughs> I, I can give you the looks, though. Oh, no. Now, that she can do. She's got a death stare, man. Uh, she doesn't even have to use words. <laughs> All right. Hey, go in the Lord this week. God bless you. Uh, we're eager to be with you next time. Have a wonderful mm -hmm. week in the Lord. And again, um, may the words of your mouth and mine and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in the sight of the Lord, Amen. our rock and our redeemer. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.